and welcome to the Irresistible Marketing Pod, the podcast that wants you to have a very merry, magical membership or three, as a place where you can go and find fabulous, aligned, uplifting community to boost your entrepreneurial spirits and to have the tools to build one yourself if that is your wish. I am your host, Isa Gauchi, your marketing confidence cheerleader and owner of the M. Isa Messaging Digital Marketing Agency for Small Business Baddies. Today, I have the perfect guest to coach us all on building magical memberships. Style Opal Media founder and CEO Jessica Leilani is my guest for today's episode. She walks us through the origin story of Upper Left Ladies and how it grew into the beloved, wildly popular community of soul-led women and femme entrepreneurs that it is today. Well, hello, Jess, and welcome to the Irresistible Marketing Pod. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Me too. Do you mind introducing yourself and all of the many glorious hats you wear to the good people? Of course. Hello, I'm Jessica Leilani. I am the founder and CEO of Upper Left Ladies, a community of soul-led women entrepreneurs and femme entrepreneurs and leaders. Awesome, good people, which is how Isa and I know each other. And then I also have a media company called Stylopal Media, which is a social first online marketing agency. I also, I'm really obsessed with helping creative humans hone their expression and share their gifts or their vision and their mission online, the way that draws in dream customers, clients, opportunities, and even lifestyle for them too. Awesome. Well, I'm so excited to have you here today. As I was mentioning in kind of our pre-recording chat, I'm at a moment in my business where a lot of my clients and colleagues are for the first time really shifting into a more group um, program or community building side of business. Like a lot of people are are like ready to not just do the one-on-ones and start building the group. And I was lucky enough when I was living in the Portland area to be a, a member of your fabulous Upper Left Ladies community, uh, which you mentioned. And you just, oh my gosh, you're such a champion. Like every event was so exciting. The vibes were hitting, like I felt so welcomed. I half my friends in Portland are from Upper Left Ladies. So you are the perfect person, I think, to give us all some coaching on what goes into building a fabulous community. So to start out with, do you mind, um, give us like the origin story of Upper Left Ladies? Definitely. So it was, I believe 2016, could have been the end of 2015. And I had just moved to Portland and knew just a few people, including two friends from from back in college. We were in Portland, and we were kind of starting to want to meet people and go to networking events and, for me, start my business. And we were kind of like, it was a bit earlier on in our careers and especially earlier on in um, my business, what would become two businesses. But we were looking to meet more people, and I was really finding the networking events that I was going to and finding were just very cringy, probably like what people think about when they think about a networking event, very transactional, all business cards. I even say it was like pretty like very like kind of hyper masculine too. And you know, for some people, great. It just was not the vibe. And it felt like those kinds of events where you had to wear, where people were masking or you couldn't actually be who you really were or 
you know, and people ask, how are you? You you know, a lot of this kind of like pre-recited response. And at the same time, um, again, 2016, a friend and I were both kind of working in the retail world and we were experiencing that pain point. And then also being in shop spaces where we heard a lot of women bashing themselves all day. So we were like, okay, let's create a community. And then it started as a Facebook group, create a community, a space where we can invite. Then we were still just local to Portland. So inviting our friends and colleagues and collaborators, people who were meeting around town to uh, start this community where we could share what we were experiencing as we were uh, building community and evolving as humans and eventually building businesses and sharing resources and then also just uplifting each other um, to encourage each other throughout the day-to-day and throughout creating whatever it is we wanted to create. So that was, it's definitely about time and place in a way too, because this is right before the Women's March, right before kind of like the Facebook group boom. So we kicked off with meetups in the park and book clubs and fun things like this. And in 2018, we had our first summit, which was, it was two, it was like two and a half days of, small business, mindset, magic, wellness. And then we kind of found our sweet spot of embracing wellness and business and just taking care of how important it was after experiencing burnout myself a time or two to really emphasize emphasize on taking care of yourself along the way. So we had that first summit and then long story short to kind of hit these main points there we after that had regular programming in Portland of like workshops mini retreats and then in 2020 we when COVID happened we had some online and spiritual courses and worked with some energy workers locally uh, especially because that just kind of fit the needs the community then in 2021 we launched membership and that is membership that became virtual with um, pop-up events um, in different areas in person too. And so we, we just had a major like up upgrade, up-level glow-up moment this summer that we're kind of just on the other side of that I'm excited to get into too. But that's the short version of it, believe it or not. <laughs> yeah. And um, how many members roughly do you have about now? Right now there are, it's between 80 and 90, I'd say like yeah, just over 80 right now, I think. Yeah. So we did a whole change up and basically like boosted. I can share about the story now or later if you want to, how I kind of got to that point, but because it is where we are now. So honestly, if I'm being totally honest, I mean, running to brands, I mean, as I'm sure you and your many of your community know, it's not like exactly the easy, well, having a business in general is not exactly like the easy path. That's not why you choose it. But then having two businesses is another thing. And um, I honestly found myself because we used to have, um, I had used to have fabulous business partners that helped build up a lot of the business. And then I, um, around a year ago was a sole founder and I was like, okay, I was at a place where with both businesses, it was a kind of a lot. And I was like, okay, I either we start to wind this down or we really boost it up. And I was just thinking about what would serve the community most and like what would serve, what helps me kind of carry out more of my purpose more. And it was like, okay, my heart's always been in this. Even in the days we just turned seven, first four, five, four, you know, five years were like, 
it was a uh, it was really just out of for fun and creating something I wanted and it was we had a team of volunteers and it was very like passion project but as you also know we believe in women getting paid for their work and so we can share those resources and pass that around and build a micro economy of sorts too I yeah realized um a bit before the summer maybe it was spring I was like yeah either I'm gonna slow it down or I'm gonna pump it up and I really 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 want believe in just creating space for women women and femmes can be themselves and and like including share the highs and the lows of entrepreneurship and share resources and feel like they can be themselves and also especially the witchy woo brand rebel types as you know which we vibe about so we decided so I decided to go all in and had a summer of basically doubling the benefits of membership also upping a little bit of the pricing too so it could be of a sustainable model business fight on our end and then really give everyone more benefits on their end with more meetups with accommodating more time zones for different people in different areas and um a new directory a new like communications platform all these things i getting a little bit into the weeds because i i know we could nerd out on it but i'm so i'm so glad i did because it's where my heart is at for sure i love it Thank you so much for sharing that. This story is so juicy and I like <laughs> want to go back into all these details because you're right. My audience is going to want to nerd out. So maybe first we could start with like the original intention, because mm-hmm. I, when you're talking about kind of like the meetups for entrepreneurs that were available pre upper left ladies, I got this very distinct image of like, hi, my name is Issa sticker. And then like everyone's <laughs> trying to sell to each other and you're trying to out business card each other or out knowledge each other. And you're right. It's very like, there's no, there's not an emotional connection. It's very performative. Um, and I'm thinking specifically of like the workshops at these events, like local SEO or like very technical, very, and there's a place for that stuff. But I'm wondering, um, Actually, I want to tell about the first time I went to a meetup for Upper yes. because this I, was so amazing. I was used to that kind of like networking meetup. So I'm like, all right, I met some, I think I met Ashlyn and she told me about it and I was like, all right, I'll try it. I really want community that gets it. And so I go, I think it was at your house and it's just party vibes. There's like snacks, <laughs> there's drinks. And then, um, we had you have this cool thing where like a member presents a little bit of their special sauce at the start of each meetup and this one was acupuncture and we literally did our icebreaker when we had needles sticking out of our foreheads we can bring that back for the holiday event amazing like i cannot think of a time ice broke quicker than like you have like needles sticking out of your head when you're introducing yourself and your business I love this thank Um, you for reminding me um and then like okay I'm forgetting the names but like the workshops the workshops that happen Mm -hmm. in upper left ladies we had like a human design one um we've had launching with astrology tell me a few just like Mm -hmm completely not boring or dry business subjects. Thank you. Totally. And I'm, if anyone's into the Enneagram, I know that we tend to be into these fun little personality typing systems. I'm an Enneagram seven. So, and I'm a Sagittarius stellium. And so I'm like, if it's not fun, I'm not going to do it. Or at least, you know, like 
the heart, like the meat of it has to be fun, especially because it's, it's business. It can be, I mean, we're the anti like <laughs> that, really. but I love this question. Yeah. So uh, I would say I loved our workshops. Yes. About like tailoring your business to your human design or your astrology. We've done, hmm, we've done like, we've done like mini ancestral healing sessions with Reiki healers or practitioners in the past. And it'll also be very business oriented sometimes like, like SEO or like I would, I would teach like a mindful marketing workshop or something like this. Oh, here's a good one. Next month, December, we have a, um, and I'll definitely send you an invite to this one because it's just going to be fun. And it's one of those ones. It's feng shui for your office to create abundance. So that's going to be a fun December topic. That's, you know, fairly light and fun and yeah, get to move some energy and yeah, kind of have design in mind. I'm excited for that one. Yeah. Yeah. It, oh, those workshops were such a breath, breath of fresh air. And um, I also wanted to talk about, you said you and um, the original founders had been noticing in your workplaces, you were just hearing women tear, tear themselves and possibly even each other down a lot. Mm-hmm. So upper left lady is this so about building each other up. How did you weave that into like actually executing like your events, your meetups, your marketing? How did you, how did that intention like show up in the way you did business for upper left ladies? Mm-hmm. I think that kind of style and feeling of our meetups was built over time by, especially because we started from such a, I want to say like innocent, lighthearted, you know, like place of like truly just wanting to get to know each other. But I think it's because from the get go, I mean, we just for me and the other host, and that's the thing too. It's never been just me. Um, there actually is there has there has been like years of times where it was, but not anymore. <laughs> never again, kind of thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, like since the beginning, like at events, usually there'd be someone else helping hosting, and so like I could really be just there connecting with people and looking in the eye and making connections and asking questions and kind of looking around the room and making sure everyone's being, you know, connected with someone and things like this. And then it turned into kind of like the style of how we hosted the events. So we have a, we have now like a upper left lady signature style of intro rounds. We kick off every meetup with on our third Thursday virtual meetup because our membership is virtual. Um, But we'll, yeah, like I said, quarterly events now in different states and areas um in this in the US and maybe beyond. But yeah, for every of those meetups now, the virtual ones anyways, we like start with some breaths of arrival, start with an Oracle card poll, kind of honestly to kind of ground ground us and kind of calm the nervous system because it is it can be nerve-wracking stepping into a new room. And like I'm an extrovert, but still when I'm leading into it, when I'm heading into a new space, you're, you know, you're deciding maybe how how to show up or like how much I want to share is it safe for me to share this um are they going to be like is this like a queer positive space for example um and so we beyond you know some grounding moments like that we have fun a fun signature introduction style that I think kind of creates this tone sets this tone too where we say our names our pronouns our business location and then we also share astrology and human design. Um, I really just, 
it's exciting to me creating this space where we can grow and share in our businesses and then also like on the spiritual end too. And that looks different for different folks, but still just knowing that we, this is a space where you can share those kinds of things too, and you won't be judged or you won't be like, no one will tell you for as somebody who grew up in the Bible about, which a lot of love for my family there, a lot of the things that I'm into now and that have really become part of my like spiritual and sometimes business toolkit were very frowned upon, very honestly, not even heard of for me for a while. So having these pieces I think built into even just like yeah the introductions are like oh okay these are the norms these kinds of topics will come up um and then also implementing now updated membership guidelines that include you know all kinds of things but that really kind of like set the container and like the level of integrity you want to see and um again kind of nitty-gritty but making sure everyone's read those before they cut you know interact in the member space and things like that Awesome. Yeah. I, yeah, I love the welcoming vibe. So like, I remember feeling just instantly hit with like, oh, I'm really welcome here. They all want me like everyone's introducing themselves. I love the intro structure that you mentioned because like right from the start, you're like, oh, this isn't a like check your feelings at the door. You're especially a lot of us, um, and upper left ladies have personal brands. So like factoring in like, what is your style? How are you wired? <laughs> what <laughs> orientation is a, such a refreshing approach to like a business networking thing. I also wanted to ask you, well, because you are also fabulously fashionable. You do styling. Thank you. <laughs> um, you have style Opal Media, obviously. Um, the branding for Upper Left Lady is so fun. I'm really sad that I ran out of ink from all the purple ink pens that I stole from. Uh, gotta but, get you a new one. Yeah, I would love to hear a little bit about how you used branding to really set the feel. Um, like I'm remembering we went to like a, a panel of women's leaders. It was in like a rooftop bar, like just off of Burnside. And then you had like the flowers, there were gorgeous flower bouquets in the upper left ladies style. There were your stickers, there were your purple ink pens, there were, yeah, everything was very like branded, but not in a way where you're like, oh, product placement you, but in a way like, ah, this builds the atmosphere. Can you tell me a little bit about how you brand a group or a community and how that's different from how you might brand like a solo or like, like a one business type thing. Definitely. That's such a good question because I mean, it definitely happened naturally. And because I had support and collaborators or partners who were honestly in that space because I'm not. So I feel really grateful to have that. And um, so I wanted to like shout out some people who are part of creating that brand, but from the get go, it was all about I very much understand that like your first impression of a brand is how they make you feel. And I like, it makes me so happy to hear that these, that the first impression did, did have this feeling and impact of, yeah, welcome, be yourself. You're we're magical <laughs> to you. That means a lot. And, um, but I always knew that I wanted to, cause my brands are very different for upper left ladies. The vibe is a little bit more earthy, a little more grounded, but like, but still magical. Like we've had the motif of the star because it's always been like, you know, yes, like it wasn't always busy even, but like leadership, women, you know, creating their own 
lives and lifestyles and doing it their way and supporting each other along the way. But um, we really wanted it to feel kind of like bold, but calm. And also, yeah, I would say like bold, calm, a little more earthy, like very like kind of feeling like, huh, like a little bit of a breath of fresh air and you get there. Although now we've like, we were, yeah, it's evolving, but I knew that that was the feeling we wanted. And then I would say there's like three women who stand out who literally impacted the the branding of of it. So they were, so Megan Haverman is one and she is my business partner. And as you know, Megan, for like for four years. And so the most like recent brand updates she did, but um, I think she, yeah, we had like the original lettering come up and then we had like motifs of like, hands to symbolize making magic and then the star motif is what really stuck around um and there's a few things that like kind of impacted that and I I like our star motif because I like to sit in a circle when you're in person together or like at an event if your space allows so the star feels like a fun way of symbolizing like people and kind of like holding hands in a circle for example it feels nice and like I don't know like kind of community minded that way but So Megan Haverman, Laura Shea helped us brand the first Upper Left Summit. She was, she's a fabulous designer too, who also impacted the branding. Um, And then Allison Lebowski from Perspective Design Co. also had a part in our branding. Um, So it was definitely a team effort and I impacted the branding, but I, yeah, definitely want to shout them out because it's only because of the yeah help and collaboration along the way and the community that showed up consistently that we got to where we are and we are still here and then yeah I can share about styleable branding too if that's helpful but yeah yeah that's awesome I love that in like your imagery and symbolism the group is always in mind and then I also love the earthy colors reference I'm thinking of like a really beautiful photo shoot that we did for upper left ladies Mm -hmm. um And I thought it was perfect, like getting us cohesive, but still getting to be individual because you gave us the colors, but then we could wear whatever we wanted. Um, So I I love the both. It's on brand. Here's how we're together. And here's how you still get to be unique. Right. Oh, my. Yeah. The last thing you want is a bunch of like, (laughs) as someone who grew up in like dance teams and also like, yeah, just communities and teams where you're supposed to all look the same. I'm like. No, <laughs> let's celebrate our differences too. <laughs> and thing, I love you shouting out all your partners, which is actually something um, I forgot to include in my list of kind of stuff that I wanted to hit, but it's so part of, I think what made my experience in Upper Left Ladies when I was still local so like incredible is you just have the, make these really incredible partnerships with everybody. So like, it's definitely like we're all contributing vibes, like with the rotating of who's presenting, who's sharing stuff. And then also like you had partnerships with like um, local workspaces, like the vessel when it was there and a few others. So we'd have like co-working events. Um, I think you've part- had partnerships with sort of like venues for the panels and stuff. And then yeah. Um, one of the members had a had vintage clothes store. So she brought a bunch of clothes in the right colors for that photo shoot. Uh, tell me a little bit about your approach to partnerships because it's, it makes upper left ladies so magical. What, what advice would you have for people who want, um, community buy-in like that? 
Yeah, that's a good question. I love it. I think, well, community is, I think, our number one value from the beginning and always will be. And like, that's like when you're pretty anchored of like, what are what do you care about the most? Like, you know, your why behind it. And like, even like things like your top three values, it can really help with those decision making with decision making. But also just anytime I go into a conversation about collaboration and partnership, I, of course, look at values, like I said, but I always want to like open the conversation with like, what's your vision for your space or your community or your business and your impact? Asking questions, I think being curious. And there's so many creative ways you can create mutually beneficial partnerships, whether whether it's something like a literal sponsorship to an event or um, getting, you know, getting product out that's that's aligned I think just like always going into it with the questions of like what are your goals like what would you make what would make this successful for you and I also love to ask the dreamy questions of like what's your dreamy long-term vision and you know um everybody can go and everybody can go as big or as you know at the size of business that feels good for them for lack of better term we all have like different what is a dream lifestyle and business that supports that for me looks different than somebody else. But having those conversations, I think always, yeah, helps make it feel good from the get-go. And we learn a lot too along the way of like what makes a good partnership to have, you know, deliverable deliverables in writing. And, you know, just like you said, like always keeping the humans and like the humanity of it all, like the humans running these organizations um, at heart too. I can already hear some of my clients being like, yeah, I'd love a partnership, but I'm not, I'm like too scared to reach out to anybody. Mm -hmm. I'm wondering what you'd say to those people. Do you have a process when you're like, wow, I'd love to partner with this venue or this event um, where you see a fruitful partnership opportunity? How would you approach it if you're like, I'm not going to sit around and wait here for something to happen. How, How do I make this happen? How do I push this forward? Right. Well, this is something, you know, since we brought up human design a little earlier, I will speak to this um, because uh, we have a member director who's awesome. And then she and I are the main team right now, except for like different events, people as they come in to help with creating events. But for the marketing, I'm doing a lot of that right now. And I I, really, I like doing that for my own brands and businesses. It's a lot of fun. And um while I don't run all the meetups or I'm not, you know, like the business is about the community, I might be the first person you interact with for the brand. So with that in mind, and I keep, I just honestly can't get over how much human design has helped me with like marketing and attraction and not, uh, and just like knowing where to spend my own energy there. For me, I'm a human design projector and our strategy is to literally wait for the invitation. But that means to not just sit around, like you said, but it means to put yourself out there. And uh, so, yes, yes, outreach. But for me, it definitely starts with a place of like, okay, am I consistently putting myself out there in a place where I can be seen, where we can be, not just me, where the community can be seen and really lean into the part of like, brand rebels, woo, biz witches, you know, fierce femmes and like sharing about the kinds of topics we like to go over and sharing event photo events. I like to make sure we're doing that. And then like 
And then usually when we have openings for, because I want to kind of put this in framework for like a, a systems perspective, because if someone's going to be building it, membership or community-based business, it's so about like, you know, repeatable systems as much as you can. And of course, magic along the way too. But um, I, I like to make sure we're consistently putting ourselves out there in that way. And then when we have, when we have a collaboration or sponsorship opportunity, like we just opened up partnership, partnerships, partnerships and sponsorships and vendors for a holiday event, for example, I will like share that with the community and give members tips. But um, we also do have, I also do have certain ways I like to go about doing outreach to potential partners because maybe maybe we're all maybe I'm already engaging online or on social media with this rad women-owned wine store or boutique over in um over in well the boutique in binge in Washington the gorgeous where we're having our holiday event and I literally went in person and visited there so it depends on kind of the size of the event but I also might you know send someone a voice message on Instagram and be like I love that you're building. I give them usually share something I like specifically about what they're doing. And then I'll share. Um, I'm Jessica with Upper Left Ladies. We're a community of soul-led women and femme entrepreneurs and leaders. We're we're having this, you know, event coming up. We're looking for partners for X desired income and who people want who want whose community also wants to boost their business, something like this. Do you are you interested in having a further conversation? So from kind of like a more granular perspective I like a I do have like good outreach template type of flows I like to go with but there's also definitely just the organic side of like oh okay this person reached out directly well that's convenient and it seems like a good match you know first and then also like kind of a um go-to partners and members first and that kind of thing yeah. And I think something I've noticed about you particularly is you literally will show up in communities you want to be in partnership. Like you go to members events, you show up to housewarmings, like you go to community events. Tell me a little bit about that process. This makes me want to speak to me, to human design one more time because I've been learning about this process myself. So I learned that my authority this is for me personally. My my authority is an external authority in human design. It's an environmental authority. So, and I don't want to get too too in the weeds with it, but I've learned along the way of like exploring networking and meeting people in person, which I love, especially having an online business. I've just learned the power of I think just showing up physically in a room and um just sensing the energy there of like you know, literally people's vibrations and or like what they said or on stage or something like that. And going with my intuition from there. I'm also very, I also am extroverted, but I will say I, you know, don't have an unlimited amount of energy. So I think like working at home online, I'm still being social, but I'm, you know, virtual can kind of like keep my energy pretty like contained in my own space. Then I get really excited to go to these like networking events or parties in the evening to go meet folks. I also do have like some go-to kind of like topics that I can bring up, but honestly, a lot of times I'll ask them a question and people love to talk about themselves <laughs> and also interested people are interesting. So I'll, yeah, like strike up a, strike up a conversation with somebody and um, 
see if I can get to kind of like a deeper place more, more quickly than not, you know, with something just a little more than small talk. (laughs) And then, you know, go from there. Oh, I love that saying interested people are interesting. Yeah. 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 Um, so that leads me into my next question, which, um, you mentioned you are extroverted. So you have like a higher capacity for interaction than I think, um, a lot of people who might identify as more introverted do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one other thing I was hoping you could speak to is that while you're extroverted, obviously not everyone in upper left ladies is extra extroverted. And yet, for events, for calls to action you do for your community, there's always a really impressively high level of engagement and participation from members. What did you, um, or what did you do to set it up to encourage other, like, I like it's like there's no divas in your community. There's no yeah. divas or no one suck, like sucking the air out of the room. Like everybody yeah. has a voice and gets to matter. How did you, um, structure it so that was possible thank god too and I think if that you know kind of person walks in the room they might they might just they'll probably just realize it's not for them (laughs) um uh so honestly this goes back to systems too because we've been virtual at the member like with we have been like virtually emphasizing on membership for like a couple years and I'll say it has to do with like the systems too so it's not, I want to make sure that not only people who have, yeah, like you said, been counting for years, which I love you guys. Thank you. It's why we're still here. But I want to make sure everybody is acknowledged and seen and heard. And that's just like, that's so important when trying to make any sort of connection and especially build safety and build connection and community and where you can, yeah, it feels like someone sees you enough to want to share about you or your business. So now at our meetups, there's certain like engagement prompts that I will bring up when I'm leading a meetup and I will say, okay, take note of one to three people and write them down or take a screenshot of your zoom right now and make sure, make a point to connect with them afterwards. And when we do introductions in zoom, we'll go on to breakout rooms and you can apply this to in-person networking too, or social even. Um, when we get out of our introduction rooms or breakout rooms, I'll be like, okay, put in the chat, a new person you connected with who you want to shout out or you want to get to know more. And that that's fun because we're always, you're always inspiring somebody or, you know, people notice you or like impressed by what you do all the time, like more so than we even know, but they just might not be saying it. And so I think people appreciate a prompt to say it, to be seen and heard. So a lot of it comes from asking the right questions um, and then asking, you know, what do you guys need right now that way? What kind of like resource are you looking for right now? Or who are you hiring for right now? And um, that way those new folks have a chance to answer as well. I also ask like, is this your first meetup? Raise your hand if it's your first meetup so we can all welcome them together. A lot of lot of fun, a lot of fun things. Cause that is my favorite thing to help other people like light up so they can express themselves and connect with others too. Awesome. And then I was hoping like, since when, when I was there, it seemed like the emphasis was mostly in person and it's since shifted to be more virtual. Um, how, walk us through a little bit about your process for keeping the vibes 
consistent and like this is still upper left ladies identity whether we're in person or virtual what what was that process like so big and that's yeah I think so important because yeah that way yeah each event carries the same vibe and feeling I would say like the opening process is like still have no matter if we're like in person or virtual we'll still have that same like usually grounding moment, maybe a tarot pull card or some sort of some sort of like woo spiritual element of the event. And then we'll always have those same like introduction rounds. We'll send it, we'll kind of have a similar event flow or at least like some key same pieces in the event flow of any event that helps it. Um I think keep that keep that vibe and and uh helps make it easy to share. Again, with the intros that include things like your name, your pronouns, business, location, human design, astrology, and that way they kind of like associate when they're when they're leaving the event and go throughout their lives, they have the association of, well, how they felt after and at the event is most important, but that's like branding at its finest, right? But then they'll still have the, they'll have the association too of like the, yeah, the woo leaders in biz too. <laughs> Yeah, that's the first thing that comes to mind. Also things like brand, also other branding things like our colors. There are like, we just branded our mini summit, which was in person. So now we're doing like four in-person events in different areas, right? So in Portland, we just had our first mini summit and we branded that mini summit in a way where we will essentially do the same event but with a different theme and different like speakers. And we can do that again and again and kind of have that stick in people's minds as a as the kind of event we do and what they can expect, building like trust and loyalty and even, you know, more value knowing that this is the space for them kind of thing. And then for us on the team it makes it sustainable and a process we can follow. So it's not like reinventing the wheel of every time with events like it's a lot of energy I love doing in-person events but I realized if I want to make it sustainable for me and other people in the team and something we can grow we were like okay let's make these four events just as good as we can make them as good as as good as possible and we're sponsoring other in-person events too but let's just put as much juice and connection into here as we can um and then have the virtual in between so this will be the first year we're doing those in different states and areas so it's gonna be a journey for sure yeah it's not just upper left anymore and just to explain the the name upper left I think meant like pacific northwest originally right mm-hmm. okay. yeah now yeah, we've got m- members everywhere right yes yeah members all over the country at least one in Australia but still yeah the pacific northwest are our roots is the, is the heart of it because we were in person for so long and it's, it'll I think always be the for the foreseeable future you know the heart of it and probably we'll have our main summit or at least one mini summit a year and yeah I, I love it here we definitely miss you in this in this neck of the woods I miss y'all too <laughs> well oh my gosh thank you for dropping so much wisdom on us before um we close out if you had any advice for people maybe starting a group program or a community or membership for the first time um, and specifically wanting it to be witchy, femme, like woo, like all these non-traditional elements we think of in business. What advice or encouragement would you give them? 
I would say to really get clear on why you want to create it, because if you have a strong why, that'll help you with keep going, keeping going in the long term. Um, if I wasn't doing it for the community and connection, I feel like it would have like <laughs> closed a while ago sort of thing. But I think, yeah, remembering your why, sticking at it and not forgetting to ask for help. And then this is like four things now. The last one, which is like one that I am stepping into even more than ever is like, which is helping us grow the membership is lean really hard, lean really far into that, which makes you different for us being the brand rebels, woo, you know, spiritual leaders, definitely some like weirdos, people who feel like they maybe don't quite fit in other networking events. I'm really, we're really leaning into that language and making that part of it really clear, which definitely was edgy for me for a while, especially as somebody with, um, you know, certain aspects of religious trauma or having a lot of like fear-based things as relates to spirituality growing up, for example. So it's like we create what we need, right? But I would say lean really hard into that, really lean really hard into who you know you are and your truth and have an open mind about, about its evolution as you go to catering to the community and what they really, what they, what they need and what will help elevate everybody. I love that. And I hope I'm not projecting too much, but I also think like a cool thing, your story and the success of ULL illustrates is that your business gets to evolve with you. Like, Mm -hmm. You've gone through changes, I'm sure, personally and professionally over the years that ULL has been around and um, needed to shift the structure accordingly. And it didn't, you didn't have to like kill it and start a new thing. Like your business right. gets involved with you. <laughs> yeah, it does. And gosh, yeah, I, I think that I, uh, I think it happens a little too often that people think they have to burn it to the ground, start a new brand start a new community when it's really beautiful to see the brands and people around you evolve and you're allowed to change and shift. And Hey, if it's, if it's, if you're into the Phoenix vibe and if, if it's truly what you need to start it up, you know, burn it down, start back up. Sure. But on like the, <laughs> on the like brand memory, you know, stickiness side and like branding and like um, SEO and things that just like help business, like, logically run too I'm like oh yeah just just keep going and let it evolve be open to its evolution because it it was not really geared towards entrepreneurs in the beginning but once I realized that I my community and I were all entrepreneurially minded like and okay started this business okay we're really keeping at it we're in year three okay like that's the common thread between everyone here let's let's stay with that but yeah, certainly a lot of shifts along the way, which is a little bit of the whole meaning behind my other, the name of my other business, Stylopal Media. That was named, inspired by an opal. It's funny, I have like a little butterfly opal right here. <laughs> but, you know, with um, Style Opal to encourage just the expression of the multidimensionality of our brands and of the humans behind the brands and the colors that an opal reflects. Um, are dependent on the events and circumstances and its story, really, the environment, the kinds of pressures or lack thereof that it was formed in. 
And I I just love that analogy. I'll always come back to it because we're ever evolving, ever shifting. And Upper Left Ladies just turned seven too. So I love the analogy of like every seven years. Thank you for bringing this up. Every seven years, for humans anyways, I'm curious to know about other species now. <laughs> Our cells will have completely regenerated ourselves every seven years. So it's like, new me, what's up? <laughs> but <laughs> still with the same foundations and, and ethics. It was really interesting to use that as a centering theme for our last event too evolution oh so cool congrats on the seven year anniversary um and lastly is there anything you had to learn the hard way in running a membership that you would like to save our audience from (laughs) definitely (laughs) whatever I can um thinking about this I would say, gosh, well, my first, my biggest advice in general for entrepreneurship is not just taking advice from anybody. So getting your advice in your business from qualified people. Yeah. <laughs> it's some like good, harsh, love, hard love right there. I used to, yeah, kind of be open to asking anyone around me. And now I'm like, okay, if, if you have built what I, if you have done what I'm trying to do here, or maybe you haven't, but So like having, asking, being mindful of who you are asking for advice. And then also if you're leading a community, what your community might think they want one thing or say they want one thing, but the way they, but what they actually need might be a little different or like what they might think they know what they want, but not actually know what they want. I don't know if I'm saying this in words that are yeah hopefully this is making sense but to to I would say to hold strong in your vision because as it gains traction a lot of people will share opinions and ideas which are so fun always into a collaborative spirit and it's just important to say to say the course and um, like I said yeah have have mentors ask advice from people who get it or who have done what you want to do. Oh, that was such a good note to to leave this on. Um, Jess, thank you so much for taking the time to share your awesome journey with DULL and your wisdom with us. Um, before I, I let you go, could you let the good people know how they can join Upper Left Ladies and where they can follow you on the interwebs? Definitely. This has been so fun and so good to see you. Thank you for having me. Yay. So I would love, yes. I would love to invite the babes of the Irresistible Marketing Podcast to come to their first Upper Left Ladies Meetup for free. We meet on the first and the third Thursdays of each month, virtually, sometimes more than that. But you can go to upperleftladies.club slash store and use the code firstmeet to join us for your first meetup for free. Awesome. And I will have that in the show notes as well. So you can just tap it or click it depending on where you're listening and where can they follow you online Jess yes for upper left ladies it's at upper left ladies everywhere and then for me it's at jessica.leilani j-y-s-s-i-c-a dot l-e-i-l-a-n-i thank you so much for listening to today's episode 
You'll find links for how to follow and work with Jess in the show notes, along with how to attend your first Upper Left Ladies meetup for free. And if you could use some cheerleading as you build your membership, group program, or one-on-one offer, you are more than welcome to join the squad, my fabulous community of excellently eccentric entrepreneurs doing the impossible in real time. With the squad, you have access to an on-demand expert marketing director, that's me, monthly mini marketing masterclasses, business labs where we can troubleshoot your actual marketing, ad funnels, and metrics, free copy editing, monthly group confidence cheerleading, and a private archive of all my past masterclasses. Plus, the most supportive business besties ever to cheer you on in our private Facebook group. You'll find the link to join the squad in the show notes. And as always, please subscribe and drop me some stars because it makes me very happy and it helps other people find this fabulous free resource. Love you lots. XOXO. Gossip girl. Just kidding. Issa signing off. Bye.